0: Hello, hello, hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the New York Mystery Machine.
1: Tammany Hall, but for ghosts.
0: But for ghosts. We're so excited to be back again. We had such a whirlwind week. Yes. Our first collaboration. Woohoo! It went swimmingly, I like to say.
1: Yes, quite swimmingly. Um, I continue to have nightmares about being abducted and screen memories. So thanks for that. So that's that.
0: Um, Once again, we want to thank Sean and Carrie. If you haven't listened, uh, if you're just coming this week and you missed last week's episode, um, we chatted all about Hudson Valley UFO sightings. Mm -hmm. Um, We were on the wonderful podcast Ain't It Scary with Sean and Carrie. And we spoke on their podcast. Well, they spoke to us on their podcast.
1: We spoke to them on their podcast podcast.
0: No, no. We were on their podcast. But, right. But and then they came. And they spoke to us on our show. <gasps> I own. see what you're saying. And then uh, they came to our show. And we. And we spoke to them.
1: I see. But I we see. all
0: spoke together on all the shows. <laughs> right. So if you want to get a. If you want to get four people in a room talking about UFOs. <laughs> you get that. <laughs> two in, times. Two times. Ah, uh, but what a blast! It was so wonderful to 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 be working with them, and we hope it's the beginning of a a, a great, fruitful collaboration yeah. where we can do more of these, and perhaps when the world opens up again, we can do some more uh, some live events and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, I envisioned my in my in my dream of dreams, like being able to do some some live podcasting recordings where we can kind of just you know tag team and do that'd be fun an episode of ours, an episode of theirs, and get a whole a whole big old group of people it Sounds singing. lovely. So that'd be really in in the future days, not the good. olden days. No. But not the nowadays. In
1: the after times. In the after times, <laughs> not
0: the before times. Um, so excited. Um, because also, mm. in addition, mm-hmm. and we said it last week, but I'll say it again. Mm. Our Patreon <gasps> is is pumping. Yes. Because we have released our very first mini episode. That's true. We um yeah we dropped our our first mini episode two weeks. Because I go, I think, um, Mm -hmm. on the 15th, January 15th. That sounds
1: right. Yep. Or 16th. Sometime around there. Somewhere in mid-January. It's a
0: mid-January drop. A mid-January drop. uh, And it's available only on Patreon. You have to go to Mm -hmm. patreon.com.
1: And what do they have to pay in order to...
0: This is an exclusive that you can get if you are either tier number two or higher. Mm. And that's at least five bucks a month. Five bucks a month. And for five bucks a month, you get a shout out on the show. So shout out to Jordan, who who's still giving us all the love. Um For for five dollars or more, you get a New York Mystery Machine sticker. Mm-hmm. You're going to get posts that are only you're going to be able to see yep. that we share yep. on the Patreon. And you get once a month, you get this this mini episode. Yeah. And if you go to $10 a month, you get all that stuff. And you get a curated playlist on Spotify uh, with all the music. And we already have one of those available. Yep. So if you subscribe to that, you'll get immediate access to that.
1: You can immerse yourself in the sounds.
0: And if you go for 15 you get all that. Mm -hmm. All that stuff. And a bag of chips. Oh, if only. (laughs) Um, In addition to that, you'll get uh, exclusive voting power where you get to choose our patron uh, episode of the month, which we'll give you a a handful of topics and you're going to give us which one you want to hear. That's a lot of power. And uh, you'll let us know what you want us to research and and do. You get
1: to tell us what uh, nightmares Christina is going to have for the next two weeks.
0: Um, sometimes it'll be theme and sometimes it'll be like specific. So mm-hmm. uh, that'll happen as well. And you'll have one of those polls up if you subscribe. And finally, for 25 a month, you get all of those things. Mm-hmm. You get the mini episode, the yeah. shout outs, the, the stickers, all, mm-hmm. the, all that jazz. You get all of it. All the jazz. In addition, you get a mug. And if if you are someone like me and Christina, (laughs) you have a healthy mug collection and a healthy mug obsession.
1: I'm holding my mug up to the microphone as though you can hear it somehow.
0: (laughs) I'm currently drinking out of my Xena Warrior Princess mug. It says, a land in turmoil cried out for a hero. And it depicts the incredible Lucy Lawless, who played Xena, Warrior Princess.
1: I have a very lovely... I (laughs) like this has turned into a mug (laughs) (laughs) commercial. our mug
0: <laughs> but you'll get your heart mug is it's, it's like a floral it's beautiful. it's beautiful it makes
1: me feel like i'm in a norwegian cottage
0: but uh, you'll get a mug that has our, our our artwork on it and and it'll also read um tammy Hall for ghosts yeah our official tagline <laughs> <laughs> so join the patreon is www.patreon.com ny mystery machine um and you can also join for as little as three dollars a month yep. three dollars is kind of a very boring a very right. boring tier. I mean you get a You get the this, shout out And you get posts from us Yeah Which is pretty great You know We like to say hi right. and Hey what's going on It's nice um, At this time though You know If, if you've subscribed You already have uh, You have our New York Mystery Machine sticker That we sent out mm-hmm. um, And uh, yeah And also if you're the Listener of the month Well right You also get one of those things Right so, so start
1: uh, um, uh, rating, reviewing, subscribing, and...
0: Uh... You get to rate, review, and subscribe not only on iTunes. Mm. You can't review it on Spotify, but you can rate it. Hey, so if you're listening you know. on Spotify right now, five stars. Right. If you're listening on iTunes right now, five stars. Do it. Do it up. Also, I'm so I'm spending a lot of time in the intro today, but like I'm also we we also always go into our episodes. Um, and I always forget one thing I wanna talk about, and that is we have international listeners <gasps> Yes. For the show.
1: Which is crazy.
0: There's literally three percent of our listeners come from the United Kingdom. And if you are one of them, we would love for you to reach out. Yes, please. How you found us, if you love us.
1: Are you expats?
0: Ooh, are you expats? Or are you straight up Brits who are like I guess we'll listen to what these like treasonous assholes have done <laughs> while we left them to their own <laughs> devices. Yeah. So, um, But we're just curious. So if you're listening from from other places. From abroad, as it were. Uh, reach out to us on our social media. We'll post. We'll do all those yeah. things. If you ever reach out to us and ever like give us anything, we'll always share it on social media if you want us to share something. Yeah. Fan art as well.
1: Love some fan art.
0: All right. I think that's a lot. Yeah, I, I I'm ready like, for an episode. I feel like I spoke a lot about all the things that were happening, but well, it was so
1: exciting. We needed, needed people to... We didn't banter... People got to know.
0: We couldn't banter a lot last week, so right. I was like, I knew in my brain we had to banter got a Got banter. I assume people have already skipped you know, into this. <laughs> they were like, oh, can you start getting timestamps t- time up when on you actually start <laughs> the episode? <laughs>
1: Where are we going this week, Adam? We're
0: not going too far, okay. Christina. Well, not going too far if you if you live in New York City proper like we do, right? Because you're in Albany. You got very far to go. Today I was feeling quite inspired. Mm. Uh, I was not planning on doing this episode for a few months. Okay, um, but something crazy happened recently. I connected with someone who found out our about our show on the old Facebook. Mm. Basically, I met this lady because um, my friend Natalie had. Uh, you know, ordered something off of one of those um, free free Williamsburg. Free oh, okay, yeah. To just when people are giving away stuff on the Facebook. And right. I was like, can you go pick it up for me? And I said, I can pick it up for you. And the lady was like, I was, you know, I, I saw her and she was like, are you Adam? I'm like, yes, I'm Adam. And she was like, well, I always go on people's like Facebooks before I meet them to make sure they're not like serial murders. And what, right, that's and fair.
1: That's legit. That is and, a and good we, call.
0: And we know a little bit about serial killers.
1: Yeah, you, yeah.
0: Um, and when I was there, I saw you have a podcast. I said, I do a podcast. And she was like. I loved it so much. I listened to the first six episodes. I, I love it. that. And I was like, "You are a deer." And she was like, "Are you guys gonna do an episode about Roosevelt Island?" And I said, "We're absolutely gonna do it. But yeah, we're gonna do it in the future." Okay. And then I got home, and uh, and she had said something that stuck to my spirit. And she was like, "I've been there, and I've read about it." And I still can't stop thinking about it. Mm. And I was like, that's the exact kind of emotion that I want to yeah. cover episode on. And so I, I literally threw away the thing I was working on. I didn't <laughs> throw it away. I put it to the side. <laughs> and I said, I picked this up. I said, we're going to do Roosevelt Island this nice. week. Nice. And so um, here we are. Roosevelt I love Island.
1: it. I love it. I have spent a good chunk of my youth looking across the water from the piers of Long Island City. Looking at, it's it's an asylum, right? It's like an abandoned asylum. Oh, there's,
0: there's so much I've there. wanted
1: to go for a very long time, and in her infinite wisdom, Mama Marinelli uh, said no. She would not let you absolutely there. Absolutely not. For many reasons. One, I think it's dilapidated. Two, I would bring home the
0: ghosts. Mama Marinelli believes wholeheartedly that Christina's going to bring home something
1: with her. Mama is very worried about this. Mama
0: Marinelli, if you will. <laughs> I love that nickname for mm-hmm. her. Mama Marinelli believes. Mama Marinelli. Um, so Roosevelt Island is a slender isle in New York City's East River. It's it's inside the district of Manhattan, and it lies amidst Manhattan Island to its west and the precinct of Queens on Long Island to its east. The best borough. Mm-hmm. The island was once called, and please excuse me for my, my pronunciation, which I, I assume is wrong, but I'm trying my hardest, Mini Hanunk by the Lenape Indians. Um, and later it was called Varkens Island. Or Hog Island By the New Netherlanders And um, Once the colonial era started It changed to Blackwell's Island Oh yeah It was also identified as Welfare Island When it was used largely for different hospitals From 1838 to 1873 And was finally renamed uh, Roosevelt Island in 1973 In honor of Franklin Delano Roosevelt Ah In 1637, Dutch governor Walter von Twiller.
1: Quote These are un- great names. Go on.
0: Quote unquote purchased uh, the island from uh, the yeah. Canarsie Indians. <laughs> After the Dutch surrendered to the English in 1664, Captain John Manning acquired the island in 1666, which became known as Manning's Island. Uh, and 20 years later, Manning's son-in-law, Robert Blackwell, became the new owner and it changed his name to Blackwell's Island. In in, uh, 1796, Blackwell's great grandson, Jacob Blackwell, constructed the Blackwell House, Hmm. which is the oldest landmark, uh, New York City's sixth oldest house. Oh, wow. And one of the city's few remaining examples of 18th century architecture. Cool. Yeah, some dope ass shit. I know. Through the 19th century, the island housed several hospitals and a prison. In 1828, the city of New York purchased the island for $32,000, equivalent to $754,133 today. Hmm. And four years later, the city erected a penitentiary on the island. Right. Like you do. As you do. Good God. In the early 1800s, immigrants arrived in large droves to New York due to the city's rapid industrialization. Uh, Unfortunately, along with thousands joining NYC's... Workforce, there were countless more, um, quote unquote, indigent, insane huh. who were left without jobs and who were eventually remitted to the care of the city. And in 18,
1: whatever this is, I'm sure that was really, really great top notch care. Well, oh, we're gonna
0: get all into it because this episode is literally about the mistreatment of human beings.
1: Excellent. Great. Okay. Um, Started early with that quote unquote sale that didn't happen. So you yeah, know, just you just know. really deep history here of every mistreating. Time I, every
0: time I kept reading about it, I was like the purchase was like, stop calling it purchase, I you guys. We know what you guys did. Whether you're Dutch or English or anything, purchase It that, that's not what happened.
1: It was not
0: purchased. not purchased. So this was at a time when a, sane asylums were not used for the actually criminally insane. Okay. Um some probably were. Sure. Some folks maybe had issue. Um, but the vast majority of the inmates were just identified as deviants, uh, folks who suffer from hysteria, mostly hmm. women, um, rabble-rousers, and anomalies. If something was wrong with you, we'd send you to the asylum.
1: Right. And I'm I'm hearing uh, a lot of code for uh, deviance being what? I feel like the, the the hysteria is like code for like postpartum depression.
0: Yeah, deviants like, you know... Um, Queer communities
1: i imagine yeah
0: queer communities because like queer people existed before 1960 Mm -hmm. um before before stonewall there were queer people in new york um and so yeah if you're queer certainly you were you were deviant um i mean you couldn't be queer at this time right many years um and anomalies, right? So, like, if you had any sort of disformity...
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Um,
0: you know, you could be rendered someone who who needs to be studied in an asylum. Woo! Um, yeah. So, as a result of all the people, New York had to erect more asylums, and Blackwell's island seemed to be the perfect spot for a new one. With more inmates and less staff, Blackwell was given full autonomy to operate however its staff saw fit. Uh, to handle those in turn
1: great 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 great
0: now known as the octagon due to its shape the building was erected in 1834 and served as the main entrance to the new york city mental health hospital aka the city's lunatic asylum if you are someone who, Mm. who likes comics or who's ever seen a Batman film or a hmm. Batman cartoon, and you're familiar with the with, with, with the the Arkham Asylum. This is a lot of where oh. artists got a lot of their 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 pull from. Interesting um, sources like this, um, where people who were criminally insane, but also people who were very misunderstood, would find themselves um, in a city that was very cold at the time. Right. This overflow of the mentally ill was one of the biggest reasons the asylums degradation. Custodial and food staff were spread thin. One asylum commissioner said that Blackwell's patients were in a, quote, miserable refuge for their trial, undeserving of the name asylum in these enlightened days. Hmm. The asylum, which was designed by Alexander Jackson Davis, at one point held 1,700 inmates, twice its design capacity.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Under the dangerous ruling of its staff, patients were treated poorly. Those who caused any issues were sent into isolation without food, light, or water. God. It's said that the doctors would experiment on patients in order to find new cures to things like hysteria. Wow. Uh, most of the inmates were without family, and with uh, without having family, were left basically without identity. So it was quite easy for them to be disposed of without causing any sort of investigation.
1: That's incredible.
0: Yeah. It is rough. It is real rough. Gosh. Mm. Um, Charles Dickens, famed author, toured the building in 1842 and had this to say, quote, everything had a lounging, listless, madhouse air, which was very painful. Hmm. The details of the harsh treatment of these patients was finally realized by the public thanks to legendary New York journalist Nellie Bly.
1: Oh, Nellie.
0: Oh, Nellie, Nellie Bly. The last we heard of Bly on our show... Mm was when she interviewed the world's worst woman, Lizzie mm. Brown-Halliday, also known as the Catskills Ripper. That was episode 19, if you want to check that out in the archive.
1: Go, go look it up.
0: Good episode. Uh, but uh, this is years before. Mm. In fact, she isn't the Nellie Bly that we know now.
1: Does this make her the, the Nellie Bly? Ah,
0: But this will be the thing that makes her Nellie Bly. Uh, Bly, so how does Bly get all this information? Well, at the time, she'd been working at the Pittsburgh Dispatch, but she left in 1887 to head for New York City. She spent four months being penniless, but eventually she was able to talk her way into the offices of Joseph Pulitzer's newspaper, The New York World. Her first assignment for the world would be to cover what was happening on the island. But to do this, she would have to work undercover, and would have to feign insanity to investigate the reports of brutality and neglect in the women's lunatic asylum,
1: the women's wing of the
0: the madhouse. She would record her findings in an article and eventually publish them in the book, Ten Days in a Madhouse.
1: How did she plan to get out? I feel like if you just suddenly wake up and say, hey.
0: We'll get there. Okay. So after a night of spent practicing expressions in front of a mirror... Like She just spent the entire night practicing her expressions in front of a mirror. She checked into a boarding house. Mm -hmm. Step one. (laughs) When she got there, she refused to go to bed. She kept telling the boarders that she was afraid of them and that they looked crazy. They soon decided that she herself was crazy and the next morning summoned the police. Hmm. She was sent to court where she claimed to have amnesia. The judge concluded that perhaps she had been drugged. However, one doctor described Bly as, quote, positively demented. Hmm. After that, Bly writes that several doctors all examined her and all declared her insane. Quote, positively demented, said one. Quote, I consider it a hopeless case. She needs to be put where someone will take care of her. The head of the insane pavilion at Bellevue Hospital pronounced her, quote, Undoubtedly, insane. Wow. So lots of use of the word insane. Insane, right. Demented, insane. Very tossed around these days. Yeah. Now, again, Bly was not famous at this time. This is the case that would put her on the map. So when other outlets caught onto the story, they ran with it, never knowing her intentions or that the New York world was behind it. Oh. She would soon be identified as the pretty crazy girl. The New York Sun would ask, who is this insane girl? While the New York Times wrote of a mysterious waif with the wild, haunted look in her eyes and her desperate cry, I can't remember, I can't remember. Wow. Once admitted to the heis- asylum, Bly dropped the act. <laughs> she began to act normal while the staff were clueless to it. They would simply then report her ordinary actions as symptoms of her illness. Oh. So. Wow. Yeah, Bly is acting normal. A normal human being Mm -hmm. as whatever we think of a normal human being acting like. Uh, And instead of considering her admission to the asylum uh, being a mistake, Mm -hmm. they just would start treating this normal behavior as part of her psychosis. Wow. Which goes to show you how lenient they were with with the term insane.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Bly would start to make her rounds to the patients of the asylum. And as she spoke to each and every one, she starts to get the impression that they were just as sane as she was hmm. and that they were just thrown into these cases, mm-hmm. into, the, in, in, into this asylum um, for X, Y, and Z reasons. Right? Um, you know, perhaps a bad night, perhaps hmm. this, perhaps husbands not wanting to deal because right. So many cases where husbands would have their wives committed to the sane asylum wow. just to like get rid of them. Just
1: to be done. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I would also begin to see just how bad the patients were treated. They were spoken to like animals. Mm. They were beaten even worse. They were beaten when they wouldn't fall in line or wouldn't listen. It's also important to note one thing. Remember why these asylums were built? Uh, to, to, I mean, theoretically, well, wait. Why the extra asylums were built? Because there was this overflow from... From what? From a large amount of immigration. And what's one of the big problems with people coming to this country who are immigrants? Well, the rest the rest of the country becomes xenophobic. Aside from that. Okay. Just their personal issue. If you're coming to a place that you You
1: don't speak English. You don't
0: speak English. So how can you listen if you don't understand what you're oh, being God. spoken to about? Um, so a lot, a lot of these these immigrants were having a hard time with the language. So when they're not listening, it's often because they just simply don't understand. Right. In addition, the food was terrible. Mm-hmm. It consisted of gruel broth, spoiled beef, and bread that was a little more than dry dough and dirty and drinkable water. Oh, my God. Um, they literally were being malnourished. Yeah. Yeah. Um, If you were determined as being a quote-unquote dangerous patient, your hands were tied together with ropes, Mm. you were forced to sit on cold, hard benches, trash was also as abundant just as the rats were. Oh, gosh. Uh, We have a few passages from Bly's book. And Christina, (laughs) would you be our Nellie Bly today? I'd be
1: honored. Honored. What accepting torture would produce insanity quicker than this treatment? Here is a class of women, sent to be cured. I would like the expert physicians who are condemning me for my action, which has proven their ability, to take a perfectly sane and healthy woman, shut her up and make her sit from 6 a.m. till 8 p.m. on straight back benches. Do not allow her to talk or move during these hours. Give her no reading, and let her know nothing of the world or its doings. Give her bad food and harsh treatment and see how long it will take to make her insane. Two months would make her a mental and physical wreck.
0: Bly would also make a specific note of the bathing situation. Hmm. The bathwater was frigid, mm-hmm. and buckets of it were poured over their heads, after which the patients were roughly washed and scrubbed by attendants. The bath water was rarely changed, with many patients bathing in the same filthy water. Even when the water was eventually changed, the staff did not scrub or clean out the bath, instead wow. throwing the next patient into a stained, dirty tub. The patients also shared bath towels, and the healthy patients were forced to dry themselves with a towel previously used by patients with skin inflammations, boils, uh, or open sores.
1: I was going to say, this sounds like a great way to like, spread cholera and typhoid and that kind of thing.
0: Uh, Bly would say...
1: My teeth chattered and my limbs were goose-flashed and blue with cold. Suddenly I got, one after the other, three buckets of water over my head, ice-cold water too, into my eyes, my ears, my nose,
0: and my mouth. After ten days... As the book title tells us, the world secured Bly's release. Her report, published in The World and later released as a book, caused a sensation and brought her lasting fame. Bly would write,
1: I left the insane ward with pleasure and regret, pleasure that I was once more able to enjoy the free breath of heaven, regret that I could not have brought with me some of the unfortunate women who lived and suffered with me, and who I am convinced are just as sane as I was and am now myself.
0: In fact, if you're familiar with American Horror Story, the series, Mm -hmm. uh, their season titled Asylum is actually based on so many of Bly's findings. Wow. If you are familiar with it, you know that the basis was a journalist going into the asylum Mm. and eventually being basically condemned to the asylum. um, And it was loosely based on to this. Good Lord. Uh, Bly would finally say.
1: The insane asylum on Blackwell's Island is a human rat trap. It is easy to get in. But once there, it is impossible to get out.
0: So, to answer your question, before the world will will uh, we'll get, her out, we'll of get there. her out of it, I
1: was going to say, because it would be, you know, for exactly that reason, you know, she acted normal and they were like, nope. Yeah, they're like, hey. Symptom we, of uh,
0: the disease. We're in the New York world and we're signed by Joseph Pulitzer. Right. <laughs> so, that is. Uh, uh, uh roughly the 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 issues that that come about with the insane asylum yeah um of of course eventually it is shut down um but it is literally um a house to to doom to so many people it caused crazy ramifications and it uh, it did control the immigrant population, which mm-hmm. is if you're if you're someone saying that it, it wasn't meant to, you're a liar. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, um, basically uh, served as a torture house.
1: Yeah. I was going to say this is, you know, this, this is straight up torture. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's it's I mean, the conditions are, are, mm-hmm. are so bad Um and there's no authority. Mm-hmm. Like the people running it are running it. Like the staff right. are running the asylum, right?
1: However they want, however
0: they feel how they deem fit to to run it, which is insane, which is insane.
1: um, is this now is the octagon then that building that's at the tip of Roosevelt Island? Mm-hmm. Like if you're okay. So like if you're standing on the along the river, that's the the structure you see,
0: yeah. We're going to okay. And we're going to talk more about about that building um, because the build the octagon section of the building still exists today and has another use, and we'll talk about that hmm. in a little bit. Um, but there's also, you know, it's a it it's a slim island, but it's a pretty big island, big enough for more bad decisions. Oh ho, oh, okay. Um, and and more than one house of death. Oh, excellent. Okay. So when we come back from the break, we're going to chat about the more awful, creepy things that exist on Ruzot Island. The New York Mystery Machine is brought to you in part by listeners like you.
1: That's right. Head on over to our Patreon, and for as little as $3 a month, you can help keep the pod growing.
0: By joining, you can access a whole bunch of cool stuff, such as mini-episodes, swag, exclusive playlists, and more.
1: Head to www.patreon.com slash NYMysteryMachine to find out more and become a patron.
0: That's www.patreon.com slash NYMysteryMachine, and join our ever-growing community today. And we're back.
1: Back for Roosevelt Island, We're more for creepy, Roosevelt. awful things to be had.
0: Yeah, when last we spoke, we, we talked in length about the Insane Asylum, mm-hmm. um, the incredible Nellie Bly who brought to light so much was happening there. But the Insane Asylum wasn't the only uh, piece of Roosevelt Island that was kind of shitty.
1: What else was there?
0: Well... Despite the availability of the smallpox vaccine, New York City still had large outbreaks of the disease. Mm -hmm. uh, In part because the arrival of infected immigrants, although there was a vaccine available at the time, many who immigrated from other countries didn't have access to medical care, Mm -hmm. and because they didn't have access, they didn't have the vaccine. vaccine. And here's the thing with um, the the smallpox vaccine: it, it isn't a cure. Right. It's a vaccine. Right. We've had a lot of talk about vaccine these <laughs> vaccines these
1: days. Vaccines, Adam. What is what is this crazy thing you're talking about?
0: Um, and so, if you have smallpox, the vaccine is useless on you. Right. All well, it does is, is, is prevent you from getting smallpox. Right. So, located on the uh, on the isolated southern tip of the island. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. The smallpox hospital now also known as the Renwick Smallpox Hospital, was New York's attempt to quarantine the patients. Okay. The hospital contained a large charity ward in addition to private rooms on the upper floors. The 100-bed hospital opened in 1856. Once inside, smallpox sufferers were mostly left to wait out their days in agony. Oof. Do you know anything about smallpox? I
1: was just thinking about that. I don't know that I do. I think I've always imagined it as like, the worse, more horrific version of like chicken pox. But yeah. I think that's just because the word pox is in it. And I've never actually looked up what smallpox actually is like.
0: Well, I hmm. will uh, give you a quick uh, synopsis okay. of what it is. Uh, it's a disease caused by the variola major virus. And its last report was uh, reported in 1977. Right. The symptoms include um, pain in the back or the muscles, skin rashes, small Mm -hmm. bumps, blisters, scabs, and scars. Uh, You suffer from fevers, malaise, and chills. Uh, Also common is headaches and Mm. vomiting. So terrible. So imagine the worst flu and like the worst body rash.
1: That sounds terrible.
0: And that smallpox. Right. Um, So with smallpox, um, it is reported that the hospital saw roughly 14,000 deaths. Wow. Because here's the thing about this hospital. Mm -hmm. There's no cure to smallpox. Right. So it's more of a hospice than a hospital, but like a shitty hospice. Right. Like it's not, it's literally, it's a glorified quarantine building. Mm -hmm. They're not really curing anyone. Right. They're just... Keep them there until I die.
1: And I imagine, like you said, hospice care at this time is, you know, not not great.
0: And they're not... They, well, they also don't want to bring um, anyone... Close to others with smallpox. Oh, right. So, like,
1: what's the medical staff situation? Well,
0: I, yes, the medical. I'm, okay. I'm saying, but like, you're not.
1: Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: There, there. The thought and the knowledge is, well, let's put them on the island because it's right. basically far from most people, and those the people who are working there are just people who are working at the island. Yeah. Or people in the penitentiary, or the criminally insane. Right. It's really, you know, a shit place to be. So yeah. let's send let's them there. The, send all the people there to die. The hospital reportedly saw roughly 14,000 deaths.
1: That's incredible.
0: According to historians, corpses would be stacked at the end of each floor, burned, and then dumped into the East River.
1: Ooh. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. It's
1: rough. Yeah.
0: Renwood was shut down in 1875 and became a nursing school for employees Mm. at nearby Charity Hospital. Charity Hospital served prisoners from Blackwell Penitentiary, many of whom helped build the structure. mm -hmm. Additionally, when Rikers Island opened, many inmates from Blackwell became some of the first inmates locked up at the new jail. By 1950, the building was abandoned and 30 years later, the structure, which had become a drug den, was gutted by a fire
1: this is the one I'm thinking about that I've been wanting to go to for a long time because that's the one at the southern tip of the island, right? It's
0: literally just like balls at this point. It's so like, it's gutted. It's just like structure. Um, There's some crazy pictures online. It's it's important to know that they also, the San Zom also had fires and was also rebuilt in the same spot as well. Mm, Okay. And that is the smallpox. Wow. So this island.
1: So so some very horrific things
0: across the island. So when we talk about the paranormal there's talk, a reason why we always talk about like pain being mm-hmm. really attached to a lot of it and in a bit we're gonna talk a little bit more about the paranormal yeah. um but the horrors that this island has seen
1: yeah
0: it's so interesting because when we talk about this when we talk on our show so often like we our episodes are very vast right either mur- horrific murders or they're you know these crazy hauntings but so often like in a lot of our history we can see so much horror and just like just the fucking truth yeah Yeah, you know and like stuff like this like the mistreatment of human beings right um when you talk about true crime this is true crime right right like when when you really talk about what true crime is it's like oh this is humans just just turning their back on other other humans yeah um the smallpox hospital i mean i'm sure people did what they could do Right. While they were there.
1: Right. Um, but it's still a deeply horrific.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's basically a waiting, a waiting space to die.
1: Yeah. Gosh.
0: Next, on the tour of there's awful an, places. There's another
1: awful place.
0: Yeah. Um. So we have the Strecker Memorial Laboratory.
1: Oh, that sounds bad.
0: <laughs> the site. This is the site of the first uh, pathological and bacteriological research center in the United States. That sounds real bad. Um, which is great, right? Well, sure. In, you know, in general, it's great. They do a lot of good work there. The small Romanex stone building quickly became home to groundbreaking work in disease management and treatment. It revolutionized humanity's understanding of diseases in the early 20th century. It was erected in 1892 and as a, as a supporting lab to the larger city hospital nearby in the island. However, mm-hmm. it is said... That dozens of people went missing in its halls and dozens more simply died of unknown causes after visiting the lab. There was little oversight, um, because of the enormous leaps that it was making in, in discovery. Um, so it just wasn't on like the mic under the microscope. It was doing <laughs> such it was doing such great work. Yeah. Um, rumors has it that many of the people who inhabited the island were again used as test subjects. Well, that's
1: what I was immediately thinking when you said laboratory. was like, this is, well, this how do you, is human how, testing, isn't you it? You know,
0: back in the day, how do you cure things? Well, you you inject it to people and see what it works. Gosh. Uh, These were all speculation and rumor for this sure. building. There's not, there's not a lot of actual documentation as opposed to the other two buildings that had that I documentation. Had documentation. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it is widely spoken about. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, a, a whole wow. to do that happened. God. Finally. <sighs>
1: This island is cursed. Go on. In
0: 1858, the waterway between the Bronx and Queens had earned a particularly terrifying nickname. Oh, oh, oh. Hell's Gate. Hell's Gate. The passage between these two areas was so dark that ships mysteriously started running around in the middle of the night. The only light was the ominous glow of the island's asylum. Hmm. As a result, James Renwick, Renwick as in Renwick Smallpox, the architect, um, of of that uh, smallpox hospital, um, had a lighthouse constructed on the northern tip of the island in 1872. Mm. His inmate, um, his employees, you ask. Well, they're inmates of the infamous Blackwell Penitentiary.
1: Right, right. Free because... labor, <sighs>
0: free labor.
1: So been raised illegal in the United
0: States. It's like, well, you know, we need some stuff done. So instead of paying people, let's just we'll make just, people. We'll just
1: make the people who have absolutely no choice, yeah, but to do it.
0: To this day, residents America. Of, to this day, residents of the island still claim to see strange lights emanating from the nearby base of the lighthouse. Wow, and this actually is something that's been said for people who are who are looking from the outer mm-hmm. the outer island, either Manhattan.
1: Or, I see, or or from Queens, like, like oh, looking. You know, like, <laughs> there's a light out there. What is that light?
0: So now. None of these buildings we have chatted about operate as they once did. Right. Like they're all, you know, there's no insane asylum. There's no, you know, smallpox things. Right. We've moved the prison. Um, Yeah. But as always, within the ruins of torture and the dead comes the paranormal. Right. So now remember Results Insane Asylum that we spoke about first? How could I forget? How can you forget it? So um, that was the first stop of our, our, our tour of misery. Well, what do you think we've done with that building of horror all right we've repurposed it oh god uh, yeah i mean i one would assume a museum that sounds like a good memorial thing sounds a memorial nice sounds good like there's a lot of well honestly for the low low price of two thousand five hundred dollars a month for a studio are you kidding you me you can live oh fuck you can live in what is now officially known as the octagon you sitting me? premium luxury.
1: Who among you were t- it's doing this? Why? Yeah. Why?
0: Studios start at two thousand five hundred a month. Way too um, much. They they go up to the three, four, and five thousands as the bedrooms go up and the spaces go up. Um you can live in a building that was home to many a sick and suffering. And you too can can reimagine <laughs> life in this asylum.
1: I feel like I feel like this is a very minor point in the larger scale of this episode, but I feel like the history should depreciate the rent. That rent
0: is too damn high, Adam. <laughs> the rent is too damn high. <laughs> and yet, and yet, um, there are some 500 plus residents who call that, that place home after a private company purchased a site in 2000. They
1: must not. You you didn't know that, did you? When you got it, folks, right? You you rented the apartment and then nope, later so found out. So many people
0: do know about it.
1: And you made those choices. Oh. Since
0: then, several luxury one-bedroom studios have been developed luxury, God. within the walls of the former madhouse. And although the building is no longer used to house psychologically damaged inmates, residents there still claim to hear strange sights and sounds in the building. In some cases, their pets that have even refused to go in certain areas. Damn those pets! Um, there's a really cool picture I'm gonna post in the in the social on the socials mm-hmm. of the original. Um, there is a spiral staircase that that's in the center of the octagon. And mm-hmm. um, there's a really cool picture of I can I can show you it, Christina, because we're you're right here. I'm right here. Of it's coming entire, to you live, the entire staff there around on the stairs, oh. and then what it looks like today.
1: Oh, I think I've seen that first picture.
0: Oh, wow! If you see in the center, there is a glorious Christmas tree. Yes, there is. Because one needs to celebrate Christmas when you're you're fucking around with with. When people you're yeah, when you're
1: torturing people.
0: And but now it's all um, polished and.
1: I mean, it's a beautiful staircase, folks, but yeah. at what cost? <laughs> also... At what price, glory?
0: Yeah, there's a, lots of sounds that come from that staircase.
1: Go go figure.
0: But it's also one of those things where it's like, I mean, it's a really big staircase, so one little thing can echo and... Sure, ra!
1: sure. I, oh, oh, mm, mm-mm. I just don't understand how you, why you rent, no. Mm.
0: It's quite insane. And there's people who, a lot of people, like as I was researching a lot of people have like documented their findings by living there, and so many people are like, I haven't seen anything, but I've heard stuff. Um, but, like, a lot of people like, yeah, I, I choose to live there for the history. And I was like, you guys. <laughs>
1: There's so much other history? I mean,
0: great. Not to shame
1: you for yeah, living yeah, there, but living, also if, if today, why? If you're
0: listening to this episode and you live there, by all means. And don't be – I mean, we're not judging, except we are a little bit. But <laughs> not that you live there. Because people may live there just because it looks cool and whatnot. Right. It's a great spot. But, like, the idea of, like, living in history is kind of, like, really perverse. Because it's a really – Bad history. Bad history. Um, So there was one inmate of the asylum system. Mm -hmm. Uh, His name was John John McCarthy. Okay, and he believed that any moment the British could come back and attack Roosevelt Island. Mm. So this was in 1872, and the threat of a sudden attack from our neighbors across the ponds were not right. Not not
1: not hot. Ooh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) um. (laughs) My life's just. (laughs) Just
1: flickered. Just I hate flickered. it
0: flickered <laughs> oh it's fine no one's gonna find us here it's fine
1: I mean they'll never find our bodies
0: ah! I'm not moving out of this apartment so <laughs> if you're coming here get ready to live with me Um. wow that was that was the first time that ever happened
1: oh well that makes me feel real great Adam
0: that's the first time ever
1: we're talking about okay it's fine I'm fine everyone
0: so in 1872 mm-hmm. No one was No one was thinking about No one was thinking about British attacking Christina is very unsettled <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to talk, Because Ken's just staring like, because oh. notoriously, I always say that my apartment is like. You guys remember yes. from episode one? I have been reassured. From episode one, I've always said that my apartment is not haunted. I'm like, no, I, I, am someone who hears things. I sense things. I've not sensed anything. As someone who's lived in many a haunted building, um, you know, my childhood home was haunted. I worked in Philadelphia in a haunted um, apartment. This one isn't. Um, so I
1: will I, be bringing holy water over before we record next time, Adam. Oh, look at you.
0: <laughs> I just holy watered for Christina.
1: I feel a little better.
0: Thanks to Anne Marie Mays for giving me this little bottle of holy water.
1: Thanks, Anne Marie Mays. That's a good Italian Catholic mom right there. I'm like, what am I going
0: to do with holy water in my apartment?
1: It has its uses, it has Adam. Use. Mom and Nellie
0: would tell you. Oh my gosh, it's like a crazy turn. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for sticking with us during that, you guys. <laughs> In any case, <clears throat> right. what Britain, we're Britain was not, right. on. not coming over in 1872. So over. But McCarthy nevertheless took it upon himself to fortify the island just in case the British decided to launch an attack. His solution? Escape the asylum and build a wall. Oh! Starting on the north end of the island, McCarthy created a fortress like wall from river clay in order to protect the land from any invaders. While launching a solo effort to build a wall is certainly insane, Mm -hmm. one can only hope it was somewhat therapeutic for McCarthy, considering he was already a patient at the asylum. Some say he started building the lighthouse on the northern end of the island. Uh, He... Some say he started building the lighthouse on the northern end of the island. Mm. He left a faded description on a rock near his wall, which still gives tourists the creeps. Really? On the description, it reads, This is the work was done by John McCarthy who built the lighthouse from the bottom to the top. All ye who do pass may pray for his soul when he dies.
1: And so you can see that in, in like, inscribed? Yeah, it's kind of like wow. faded, but it's still
0: there. As for the smallpox hospital, the ruins are still there, um, though yeah, they're just kind of, like, broken up walls. Yeah. The, the entire structure of the Renwick Hospital is barricaded off for safety from the general public however that doesn't stop ghostly you know phenomena from right. being reported in the area many people have reported unexplainable events when exploring the old hospital ruins countless reports of strange noises in the area these have been described as being human-like but having no apparent source mm. furthermore light anomalies and dark shadow figures have been spotted roaming among the ruins. Oof. Judith Birdie, the president of the Roosevelt Island Historical Society, said that people are caught wandering beyond the fence of uh, the Renwick. Occasionally, mm. she said, on account of the unstable walls, that you quote, "you do not want to do haunted house tours of it. It's very dangerous." Right. It.
1: Yeah. You. You run the risk of being seriously hurt or killed.
0: Yeah. And we suggest, if you do go to Roosevelt Island, honor the barricades. Do honor not, the barricades. Do not go past them because. They are there, literally, for your safety. Right. And protection. You can listen from afar. You literally can listen. So much EVP work has done right. uh, on the grounds there, and nowhere, not having to like infiltrate the actual ruins. Right. Uh, back in 2015, the New York Daily News covered the changes to the island. They spoke to residents, with many of them saying that though they didn't have many paranormal experiences themselves, they have heard of them happening. However, the Daily News did speak to a security guard at the construction site for Cornell Tech. It was a, a new building being constructed on the land where Blackwell's penitentiary was. Mm. It's now there. It's, it exists because right. this was back in, in 2015. The security guard claimed that he saw the ghost of an old woman near the hospital. He said to the news, quote, I don't go over there anymore and you shouldn't either. Hmm. In addition, many have claimed the hear the eerie sounds of former inmates still tirelessly walking away on various sites they were assigned to decades ago mm. for uh, all around the penitentiary. Even now, there are claims around the Cornell, the new Cornell building that people hear strange count, sounds coming from around the area that surrounds it. Because, again, it was where the penitentiary was. Right. Right. There are many ghost tours hosted at the island, not by Roosevelt Island themselves, but by many groups. Um, it is free to, to go to Roosevelt Island. You yes, work. there's an F train stop. It's an F train stop. You can take the tram. You can take the tram, yes. From, from Midtown. You know, I've
1: never taken the tram anywhere. I mean, obviously, I only go to... But I have never done it. I haven't either. We should, we should do it via we, the tram. Uh, yeah. And I, I think I'll be terrified. I think yeah, something no, that about it sounds out. terrifying.
0: Um, but EVP sessions uh, are common around the Octagon as well as the smallpox hospital, um, the island, but more specifically, the hospital is on just about every single list of the top haunted places in New York and New York City.
1: Well, that checks out.
0: And that checks out. And that's the ad. That.
1: Well, I'm suitably depressed.
0: And and shook it a bit.
1: And a little, little bit shook. <laughs> For multiple reasons.
0: I'm glad I had that holy water like, right on me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Honestly, like, immediately felt a little bit better. I don't know if you noticed, but my focus yeah. came <laughs> back. <laughs> hey, I got you, Babu. We got this. We don't fuck around. We got this. We don't fuck around the New York mystery machine.
0: Oh. oh. Yeah. Hell of a... I'm going to be posting a ton of photos this week on the socials. It's going to be Photopalooza because there's so many, <laughs> um, and uh, to 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 see those photos, you head out over to at ny mystery machine on Instagram or Facebook or at ny mysteries on the Twitter, um, and also please don't forget to um, go to the iTunes or Apple Podcast the iTunes, whatever you call Spotify. it. Uh subscribe, rate and review. If you rate and review on iTunes, we will enter you into our listener of the month program and you'll yep, get yep, a free yep. uh sticker. sticker. Um and eventually maybe even some other cool stuff. For now it's a sticker.
1: Right now it's a sticker. But it's a nice sticker.
0: And if you're listening to us on Spotify, drop us a five star um rating right on Spotify. You can do this like right now. Like you're listening right. to the show. So don't Turn do there. it later. Why would you do it okay. later? Right, Just that's... do it now. Um, so be be sure to do that. Uh, and as you said at the beginning of the show, um, right now we do have a mini episode available yeah, on our Patreon. That's slash NY Mystery Machine. Um, and that is the any from the second tier level up, you can gain access to that mini episode. Well, that was a fun little journey we took. <sighs> Lights flickering. Well, it's fine.
1: It's, it's fine. It's,
0: it's an fine. Old, literally an old building. <laughs> I'm not too sure that the electricity is good in this building. It's fine. Not
1: making me feel better. It's an old building. Don't worry. Ghosts don't like old buildings, Adam.
0: Yeah, but they would be here by now. <laughs> There's a no reason for them to come now.
1: No one can see the face I'm making, but I'm not.
0: I sure mean, but that. literally. No. Ghosts are I guess I'll move into this fucking house now. <laughs> Got nowhere else to go. You never know. Whatever. Well, that's that. Um, we're back next week, as we oft are. Um And uh, we're, we'll be really excited And Christina will have a, a doozy for us To so all play on, nice yeah, I assume
1: Obviously, Obviously. No, no hints, though
0: No hints, none Well, um, I've been Adam Mace I've been Christina Marinelli And we thank you for taking another ride On the New York Mystery Machine
1: Tammy Hall, but for ghosts But
0: not here, the ghosts are not Please here.
1: God, no <laughs> We'll
0: see you guys next time